Welcome to Boiling Point, the podcast to motivate ever-evolving entrepreneurs and forward-thinking movement pioneers. Our hosts, filmmaker Greg Hemmings and executive coach Dave Vale, are turning up the heat in the world's business communities. Our interviews with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers are raising the temperature of inspiration. Live from the hottest studio in this quadrant of the universe, here are Dave and Greg. Okay, this is a very special edition of The Boiling Point. I say special in one of those ways of I'm really excited, but I'm also really sad. Uh, The sad part is Dave Vale is no longer with us. I'm just joking. Uh, He is still very much alive and healthy and amazing, Uh, but he's (laughs) no longer with us today. Uh, Why? It's because we've got a very special guest on today. Uh, I'll, I'll introduce him in a second, but... It was a very impromptu opportunity <laughs> to get this character before he heads off to who knows where, we'll find out in a minute, to really blow up the online marketing world. I'm so excited to hear what he's doing that I was like, let's do a Bowling Point podcast right now. I tried to call Dave twice to see if he could <laughs> ca- at least call in and be the co-host on this. But Dave, I apologize for doing this uh, without you, brother. But um, we have one opportunity and one opportunity only because Mr. Steve Nickerson from Rapid Mind Solutions is leaving the country. I, I don't want to make it sound like you're passing on either. <laughs> leaving the country to go do something really amazing. So first of all, Steve, welcome to The Boiling Point. It has been, I think, four years probably since I've been trying to get you on here. And bam, you are here. Uh, I need you to explain to the uh, the Boiling Point listeners who you are and what your company is. Let's not talk about what you're about to do or what, what you've started into. Let's just talk about what Rapid Mind is. Sure. And then we'll get into the pivot to why the heck you're actually flying to a beach <laughs> later on today. No problem, Greg. So my name is Steve Nickerson. Uh, I founded a company called Rapid Mind Solutions. And Rapid Mind Solutions has been helping massive organizations for the last 10 and a half years uh, automate their system processes and improve efficiencies and ultimately either save money or or make more money. Can you explain that a little bit more? It, it, like when you hear automated processes, like if, to me, I've got no idea what you're talking about. And uh, now I do understand SharePoint a little bit, but um, for our listeners, explain what that means in real man's terms. No problem. So what we do is we take everyday repetitive tasks and we make the computer do it for you. And I do it at scale so that the, the more of those you do, the more efficient your work becomes and it allows people to focus on the hard stuff, the things that only a human brain can do. And we let the computers do the the boring, boring, Would the boring mundane stuff. stuff. Like, I don't know, accounting or project management. Or- well, so, sometimes like one, one example is, is just that you, you fill out a form and three other people need a copy of this form. So in, in some organizations, they literally fill it out three times. And mm-hmm. so we just make the computer fill out. You fill it out once and the computer fills out the other two for you and then submits them automatically. Got it. Got that it. Kind, that's one of the most common things that, that I've done. And I'm sure you're not allowed to disclose some of your large scale clients, but what type of clients on, on the range of sizes uh, would you work with? Yeah. So, you know, billion dollar oil companies, for example, um, massive uh, power companies. So sometimes entire provinces. Um, yeah, so it's like they're big, big, big organizations. And so I spent the last 10 and a half years helping large organizations. And now I'm pivoting my business so that I'm helping individual people instead. This is exactly why I'm excited because here's the thing. Last four years, I've I've wanted you on the bowling point. I've been admiring your work. You've been doing amazing things in the world. The world knows you as the SharePoint guy. Like you somehow found a, a thought leadership position in what you do, which is awesome in process automation and whatnot, you know, and you and I go way back. 
and I, I, we stay in touch with each other's business, what we're doing. But I've been seeing you on Facebook in Costa Rica a lot, like a lot. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I did spend a few year. months there. Yeah. And I'm jealous because I, I remember once you FaceTimed me from the beach and you showed me the waves. <laughs> like, like, Greg, you could be surfing with me right now. And I'm like, dude, how are you doing this? How are you, how are you making an income on the beach knowing full well that you're sharing, you know, uh, everything that you do with Ravamine is typically in your customers' offices. So I, I'm confused and I'm, I'm excited all at the same time. So give it all to me. Well, so you know what I did? I took what I was doing for large organizations where I would automate their processes and I automated my own instead. And ultimately, that's, that, was, that was the cool thing. So what I, I took what would typically take 36 hours and now I can do it in two. So I do have to work 30 minutes a day while I'm on the beach and then the rest of the time I can surf. Good Lord, you're speaking my language here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, want, you want to know what I'm doing, don't you? I do want to. And the other thing that's exciting is, you know, uh, I do know a little bit that you are working with uh, building really interesting funnels and online marketing yeah. uh, and really helping people succeed at building their own internet businesses, which I'm in the process of doing outside of Hemming's House, just like you, with yeah. your rapid mind. My Hemming's House evolution is I'm going to start training um, earlier stage video startups awesome. to create high impact film companies. And Dave and I really excited. Uh, we haven't announced this yet to the Bowling Point community, but we are very soon about to roll out a thought leadership platform education system as well, where we teach people how to make a killer podcast. Awesome. We te teach them about the power of appropriate public speaking and events and blogging and the power as well of, of traditional media. There's a process there, an actual linear process that Dave and I have built our business over the last 10 years. So we are about to start doing what you have already been doing for the last year. Cool. And that's another reason why I'm excited to hear more about what you're doing. <laughs> and yeah, I've also been spending a lot of money online to learn this stuff. Mm. So I think that's a really good point before you tell me what you're doing, because I'll probably buy in. Yeah. Uh, I really, it, it, it takes money, time, and effort if you really want to learn these tools. You know, it was like Absolutely. for me to learn how to, to go from a film production company to learn how to build an online market. You know what I was doing all week, Steve? I should have just called you. I was trying to figure out how to set up a bloody email with, you know, SMTP and like all this stuff. Because most of these like ClickFunnels, for example, doesn't use Gmail. You know, so I had to go get my, so I tried Amazon SES. I got frustrated. It didn't work. I tried Microsoft, realized that uh, ClickFunnels doesn't integrate with Microsoft. Then I finally went back to GoDaddy and GoDaddy said, oh, we got this old system that will work. So it took me a week and a half to do it. But here's the thing. I didn't call you or anybody else like you because I wanted to figure it out myself, right? I want to get behind the scenes. And what I'm realizing with that is the investment of time mm -hmm. and education and sometimes money to buy that education it's it's par for the course, you know, and I want to be careful not spending too much and, you know, without getting into action. But I want to acknowledge that I've actually been investing a fair bit into this and I'm so freaking excited. And that's why I'm, I'm stoked to hear that you're like, I don't know, a season or two ahead of me. So I want to learn. So go ahead. What are you doing? Awesome. So a couple, couple things to what you just said. One, do not try to f figure it out on your own. So online marketing is a business. It's not a catchphrase. And as we know from starting our own businesses, it takes you three years 
to get your business set up, running and on autopilot so that it's actually easy and you can continue on with your life. So it disappointed me that I tried to figure out how to set up a Nest MTP server. Uh, I, I don't even know if I'm using the right I words. I could have done that in five minutes. I know you could have. And so <laughs> that leads me to my second point. And it's interesting because we hear it a lot, but in any time you're getting into a new business space, you need to have a mentor and a mentor who's done what you want to do. Someone who's already been there and done that. Someone you can pick up the phone and call and say, I, I need this done. What, what should I do? What am I doing wrong? And they can help you through it. So absolutely, my total advice for sure is make sure you have a mentor that'll help you out. P.S. I'll do that. And circling back. So understanding, I understand all the systems that are involved in what you're doing. And so what I did is I automated the process of setting all of those up because <laughs> I'm me and that's what I do. So when someone comes on, for example, and I start helping them learn how to make money online, they don't have to figure out how emails work. They don't have to figure out how ClickFunnels work. Um, they don't even, they don't need to know anything other than how Excel works. So I, my system will integrate everywhere and give you reports in Excel so you can see it in a familiar interface and allows you to, to ramp up and get your business going faster. Wow, that's so. really cool, man. And I, I, I can, you know, I can definitely defend why that's a, a great offering because you know me you know i you know i'm not a hacker the way you are but i am a hacker in the fact that it will frustrate me if i don't understand how things are done absolutely so my personal way is i really wanted to invest in figuring out all of this back end stuff yep but most people don't have the luxury of that time exactly to do that i own my own business i do have the luxury of you know shaping how my week looks like so the last week or two i've been digging deep into learning this stuff mm -hmm. But I don't want to do all this moving forward. I, it's got to be automated, of course. Yep. <laughs> you know, so I think this is really cool. So it, the product specifically, I understand what yep. you're doing. What's the organization that you're working with? Um, that's the part I still don't get. You're still going to this amazing car. I saw you speaking on stage somewhere. <laughs> I think it was in Costa Rica. Maybe yeah, it was, it was Toronto. I've got no idea. You're speaking all over the place. What are you selling? What's going on here? The business that I'm in is called High Ticket Affiliate Sales or High Ticket Affiliate Marketing. And what that means is the products have a, have a high value, so there's a high commission. So I market online and sell information products. And the information products that I sell are, right now it's from a company called MOBE, and that stands for My Online Business Education. And so what they're committed to doing, they're committed to being the go-to source for business training on the internet. And so one of the training courses they have is a soup to nuts, start to finish, absolutely everything you need to learn how to market online incredibly effectively. And it's it's the course that I took. And so I, instead of taking three years, it took me three months to learn this business. And that's huge. Now I still have to practice it and I'll, I'll spend the next six months becoming an absolute expert. Right now I'm just really good. And so I'm moving towards in, into the expert phase. But even as it, as it stands right now, when you add in the previous skill set that I had, so instead of doing all these manual tasks over and over and over again, I, I automated it. So it's just, I did it once and I only do it once. And in fact, this is, this is my mantra is I never do anything twice. I've known you for now. My little girl is eight going on nine, which means, and you helped her learn how to crawl for the first time. That was so fun. So <laughs> that means I've known you for close to nine years. Cool. We'll have to have a, a, a big, uh, a big birthday party in a year. I like it. A birthday of our friendship. And uh, <laughs> anyway, the, um, the mantra I, I used to hear you say a lot is work from the, I, I can't remember exactly what it was. but Laptops was on the beach, baby. Laptops on the beach, baby. It's funny because for Hemming's house, it was uh, Audis by Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's, it's turned into Tesla's by Christmas, which is hilarious. Love it. Um, laptops on the beach, baby. So clearly 
in the last close to decade I've known you with RapidMind, you've been growing that business, working li- literally with billion dollar companies, mm-hmm. but you're not working on the beach in that model. But now you are because you decided to do a pivot. Exactly. What were what was your motivation initially? It's not like you were lacking of any cash doing what you're doing uh, with RapidMind. You had amazing clients. You still do. Yep. But something pushed you. Was it that initial motivation to say, why am I not on a beach with my laptop? I, I don't know. What, what Something happened in your life, obviously, to, to say, I got to do something new and fun. Yeah, it was It was one of those really interesting points. And I, I kind of got so focused on making money in my business that I lost focus of what it was I actually wanted to do. And so I sat there and I forget, I went to Costa Rica and I looked at that space and I realized I had enough money in the bank that I, I never had to come home. I could just stay in Costa Rica forever. And then that got me really thinking. It's like, well, what, what do I want to do? Because I never really asked what I want to do. It's what I had to do based on the situations that I was in and the people that I was supporting and keeping my employees employed and my customers happy. So I just kept focusing on doing, 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 doing. And I lost focus of, of what it is that I really wanted. And so uh, there was a, an event where one of my, my top guys, my, one of my favorite people in the world, he, uh, he got a job offer and, and left the company. And I'm like, well, why, why would he do that? So then I circled back and <laughs> I looked- probably a personal heartache right there. It is. And so, but I look back at what was the purpose? So when, when I hired these guys, what were we trying to do? And because what we were trying to do is what I really wanted to do. And then that really kind of circled back. And I remembered that, that that term, you know, laptops on the beach, baby. I'm like, well, why am I not working on the beach? And, it, and how can I? So for the, for the first time, my, my responsibility was lower because some of my key guys had, had moved on to, to better opportunities, which was awesome for them. And so I took that opportunity to, to really evaluate what RapidMind does and see if there was something we could do a little bit different so I could have the kind of business I want and live the kind of life that I want. So here's a tough question then. What, where does that leave your current offering or your previous offering and your current customers uh, so, and, and, your, and your team? Yeah, so I'm still supporting my current customers. Um, and what I'm doing is I'm building in a, another team. So I kind of have two divisions in RapidMind right now. And I hired one uh, a VP of IT. He's going he's gonna to run the SharePoint division for me moving forward. He has even more SharePoint experience than I do. So yay, we can continue to support our customers in that area. Uh, then I'm going to move forward and I'm going to run the internet marketing division. And that's going to, that's going to allow me to to work on the beach that allows me to help people instead of corporations. So now it's not instead of, cause the, you know, the rapid mind still helps corporations, but Steve Nickerson helps people. Mm-hmm. Now check this out. Uh, I'm a huge uh, fan of uh, Tim Ferriss's philosophy, but it's, it's BS. I love it. But even Tim straight up on his podcast says, you know, four hour work week as if I'm busting my ass off every <laughs> sink because he's doing something new. Yeah. I don't want to say it's BS, but the concept is very real and very, very possible. Why don't, let's talk a little bit about the realities. Like, let's talk about that whole, you only work half an hour a day thing. Yep. Well, what's the actual realities? Because as an entrepreneur, you're never off, right? You, you know, maybe you're doing a half hour of work work, but you're still checking your emails, talking to me, you know, doing podcasts and marketing your own thing. It's not like you're surfing for the rest of your waking hours, you know? So yep. what... Let's let's paint a realistic picture. Absolutely, because everybody's kind of rolling their eyes, like, yeah, whatever. We've heard that that so many times. So few people have managed to be able to actually do it. But yeah. let's paint a picture that someone like me, you know, I'm a busy, busy, busy person. But like, like, what would this actually take if if somebody like me took a took a risk and uh, really started to focus a lot of my time on a pivot like this, where I've got a successful company that is rocking it, but it's taken all my time. 
Mm-hmm. But how much less time is this going to take? Is it going to be more time, especially during this ramp up time? For me, it's well, doubling there's, up. There's there's absolutely no doubt that during the ramp up phase, it takes it takes more time. And so when you're ramping up, the the minimum is two hours a day. You you have to spend two hours a day learning, and you have to be learning the right things in the right order so that you can build on your skills. So you need to build the solid foundation so that you truly understand the business so you know how to tweak it so that it works for you. So the the minimum is is two hours a day, and that's what it's designed. It's designed for two hours a day, and by the end of a year, you'll be, you'll be a professional internet marketer. That's that's more or less what it takes for the average person. And so what I did is I did 16 hours a day and did the whole thing in three months. Mm-hmm. So... After that three months, now it takes me, you know, it takes about an hour to set up a campaign. I created a template for it, so I don't have to do that anymore. But then really I spend about five minutes every three hours running my campaigns. Amazing. So for example, I have to do that here shortly after this interview. I need to check my campaigns, see what they are, see if there's anything I need to tweak. And then I'm done for the day. The campaign is still working for me. Mm -hmm. So it really, it really does give you time freedom after you've learned how to do it. Got and it. It, and it does. It's a lot of work to learn to learn how to do it. It's not technical. You don't have to be a technical person to learn it. Because that's, that's what your solution is here. My for. solution is to, is 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 technical in its nature. But but to help other people not have to be technical. Is e- what your exactly. Is. Well, that's yeah. that's that's my goal. And so I work more than two hours a day or more than thirty minutes a day because I'm working on that solution so that it'll be easier for other people. Mm-hmm. Oh man, this is, I think this is really cool, Steve. I'm, I'm I am very very excited to see where this thing's going. Thank you. Greg. Um, here's another very real question too: is um, what type of businesses does this work for? Because, you know, when we think about the the type, the stereotypical type of online business that works, it's like supplements as an example, yeah. right? Easy, easy peasy, e-commerce, but not everybody. What if you're a veterinarian as an example? Like, like what, how does this apply to other businesses that aren't the typical e-commerce play or the education funnel play? So the, the really cool part about it is that it does work for all business. The, you, have to, you have to tweak it for the business that you're implementing it for. And so understanding the principles behind that. So f- for a veterinarian office, you're probably going to run awareness campaigns. You're not going to be selling online. You're just going to increase awareness, get more people in the door, and they'll make more money. And, it's, and you would do geographically specific ads, and you would explain you know, how you're different from the, comp- the competition, why you're the best veterinary clinic to go to, and we look, you know, look forward to taking care of your furry babies you know, better than anybody else. For example. Okay, that's really cool. So the kind of the top part, I, I, I keep visualizing funnel here. At the top part of the funnel can work for any company at all. Absolutely. Like bricks and mortar, yeah. service-based, product-based, whatever. Yep. The online uh, sales people, their funnel goes a little deeper because you make the yep. transaction online. And they, they all start the same, right? You start by defining your customer. Who is your, like, what's your target market? Who is your customer? How old are they? What do they look like? What are their actions? What are the types of things they're interested in? You get super clear on who your customer is, and then you send messages directly to them. And that's, that's part of the training. We learned how to do that as part of one, one of the courses that I took. And that's the start. So that part works for all business. You know, step one, define your customer. Step yeah. two, market to them, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. No, I think that works for bricks and mortar company. You're still, they're still in it, right? So I could use that to get more SharePoint sales right now for Rapamon if I wanted to. But that would that would get me off the beach and in, into corporations and into cubicles again. So I'm not doing that. But where it works really well, or for people who have information content that they want to get out there. So if you you've created a webinar that's really high value and you want to get in front of a lot of people, and it's so high value you're going to charge money for it. Now you build a funnel for it. You still you define your market. You find it exactly who you want to send this message to, 
and you put that message in front of them, you send them into your funnel, you collect their information, and then you engage with them on a regular basis and probably sell them stuff. Where does what we do, what Hemingsos does in the Boiling Point podcast, where does that fit in? Uh, at the very top of the funnel for building trust, et cetera, video, podcasting, blogging, public speaking, all so you, of these sort of things. Yeah, so you guys are in a, in a great position to take advantage of this because you are experts in multiple area. And so any anything you're an expert at, you can create an information product around that teaches people how to do it. Because you can guarantee that, you know, the 10 and a half or 20 years experience you've got that allows you to do what you do, you can fast track somebody else on the same on that same path. So you can create an information product for them that teaches them how to do it. They'll they'll never hit your level. So there's no there's no fear of competition here. This is just sharing with the world to get better content out there, in your case, because um, video content or audio content or, or better webinars, whatever it is, whatever you're really good at, whatever you're an expert at, you can create an information product around and then you can market it online. And then that's what I learned how to do. And that's what I'm teaching people how to do. Steve, this is really, really, really cool. Okay, let's get personal. How does this impact the family? Because I, I and I already know the answer to this one, <laughs> but a lot of other people do not have, like your, your amazing wife is so on board with this. She's in Costa Rica on the beach with you. Yep. Right? How, <laughs> a lot of people are having this question right now as they listen. Like, oh shit, I'd love to do that, but my partner would freak out if I, if I thought about moving out of my career or whatever. What's some advice? You know, and, and, and also taking into consideration this whole new culture of what they call five to niners, right? Yeah. You have a nine to five career, but then like there's ways of doing this without pulling a plug on an income stream. Absolutely. But this can be really stressful for the personal life. How, how, did, you, how did you get uh, get your family on board with this concept? Um, so fortunately, my, my wife was involved in all of the meetings and she went to, she went to all of the seminars and, and she also took all the training with me as well. So she knew exactly what I was getting into, exactly what it was doing. And she also saw what my business was doing to me and that I was, I was happy most of the time because I'm, I'm an upbeat, positive person. So you never, you would never look at, look at me and go, oh, he's miserable. But I kind of was, I wasn't, I wasn't doing what I wanted to do. You know, I was, I was doing something I was really good at. And when you do things you're really good at, you feel really good. And I guess it's okay, but I don't really have any, any complaints with what I used to do. It's just wasn't what I wanted to do. And my wife saw that and understood that. And she really helped me find my next thing. And so it wasn't that I had to, there was nothing for me to explain to her or coerce her in any way because she was helping me find what I, what I was going to do next. And she, she really actually, cause I was originally going to run away from technology. It's like, I'm never touching technology again. I'm never, I'm never going to code anything. I am done. But uh, what I discovered is this business required my skill set just to like the people in the business need my help. And so that made me feel really, really good. And now, so now I'm excited. It's because I'm not just doing something to make money. I'm doing something to help other people. And, and that's, that's where, that's where my heart's at. So. Yeah. And a happy Steve is a happy everybody. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've seen unhappy Steve. It's rare. It's very rare, but I've seen it and it's, it's sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you don't get the big Steve smile and the big Steve hug and the big Steve laugh, you're like, is the world coming to an end? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. But that's what, that's what our, our status quo careers can do to us if yeah. we don't keep innovating. And Absolutely. It sounds like that's what you're doing. Yep. And uh, I think uh, most of our Bowling Point listeners would be inspired by that. And the fact is, like I said earlier, you mentioned like, two hours a day. I think that's a great metric. It's mm. a big investment. But you don't have to stop your current career to do it. You absolutely should not. And because what, what will happen is as you're learning these techniques, you're going to find that they help you in your existing job. You might even find a way to get more 
work done with less time in your existing job and then apply that to the new stuff that you're learning. But you, ne- you never want to be in a position where you're strapped for money as you're trying to learn something new because that creates an unrealistic amount of stress that the average person can't handle. And I, I suspect that's the reason you know 97% of businesses fail, right? And mm-hmm. so you don't want to be in the 97%. So you don't want to do what the 97% do. You know, you want to take the time, learn from someone who's, who's done it before. So get a mentor. You want to take a consistent effort because it does take consistent effort to learn it. And you absolutely keep your existing job or your existing business. Friggin if, it's, if you have a business, apply what you're learning to your business, make your existing business more successful. And then and as you build this new business, because it is it's a new business. It's a passive stream of income when it's done, but it is a business. So it will take time to set it up and get it working on automatic. I've, I've got a selfish uh, scheme here. This is really cool. This mm-hmm. idea that just came up when you said the word mentor. I feel that this podcast, you know, we've been doing this for a, many, a long time. We've got lots of episodes. <laughs> we've connected with entrepreneurs all over the world. I feel the people in your networks really should consider podcasting as a, to- a real strong tool in their toolbox. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't. We just don't have the capacity to get everybody on here because we only do an episode a week. But um, I invite you to, th- this, is what, this is what I want to do as an experiment. You talk about mentorship. Mm-hmm. I think we should interview your mentor. Oh. But then I want to ask your mentor to ask, to interview their mentor. I want to keep, I want to take this thing up. Right. Because I don't know if it's possible. No idea. But why not? Because wouldn't it be cool for me to hear from your mentor's perspective with your permission. Yeah. This is where Steve started. Because like l- listeners are hearing you say the story, why don't we hear from a third party perspective how you're doing with this? Because you're rocking it, mm-hmm. and then wouldn't it be amazing if that mentor was was open to in- make an introduction to their mentor? Let's get them on the boiling point. Because I think your world needs to be on this podcast. I like it. You know, does that make, is that a fun challenge for us to look at? I'm going to send a message to him as soon as I get off this podcast. I love it. Okay, <laughs> man. Well, listen. Thank you. Uh, oh, call to action. Like, how do people get in touch with you? How do people watch what you're doing, buy into what you're doing, all this stuff? Um, you can just give people your email if you want. No, well, I don't I don't read emails, so that, oh, would, that's that right. wouldn't work. What's, how do people get in touch with you? Text? I automated everything. Oh, so they dear. just think they're oh, getting in touch with the me, robots. but they're really talking to my robots. The robots. Yeah. Okay. So how, how, how does someone reach into the robot? Uh, Honestly, the, uh, the only way you can get in touch with me is to friend me on Facebook. So my name is Stephen, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, Nickerson. I accept almost all friend requests, especially if you send a nice little message saying, hey, I heard you on the podcast. I'd like to talk more. You can, you can reach out to me on Messenger. That's the best okay. way to do it. And one, one last challenge. My, my Facebook has been capped at 5,000. It's been capped for like almost a year. I can't take any more friends in. Oh. Can you help me hack that? Is there, because I've got a Facebook entrepreneur page, which I can actually have infinite. Yeah. But I've got no idea how to take all my personal contacts over to the corporate the corporate page. Interestingly enough, yes. (laughs) I can help you with that. Okay, dude, I love that. I love you, man. Thank you so much, brother. Okay, and we'll see you all next week with Dave. Dave, thanks for the uh, patience for letting me uh, do this episode without you knowing or being here. We miss you. Anything you want to say to Dave as a closer? Dave, I miss you. I wish you were here, buddy. All right. We'll close out. See you later, guys. Enjoy your trip there, Steve. Thank you, buddy. Bye. Thanks for checking out this episode of Boiling Point. Remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Boiling Point Pod. To see more from Dave Vale, check out leadershipunleashed.ca or visioncoachinginc.com and on Twitter at Dave underscore Vale. 
And to catch up with Greg, visit Hemmingshouse.com and at Greg Hemmings on Twitter. Thanks for listening, and remember, keep that pot boiling. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.